We're back. Episode 14 of the Whole Milk League podcast. Oh, you still say milk. Yeah, no, that doesn't change. <laughs> it's <laughs> been the same changed. all every episode. Uh, as you might have heard, I got DB with us. We back. <laughs> and AJ, as always. What's poppin' people? It's AJ. Back at it again with another podcast. Bring some color to it this time. Hey, I got some color. I love it. <laughs> so we're going to kick it off. We all just got back from King's Island. It was a uh, company day today, so some short lines. Got through all the rides. Uh, what? Any thoughts? Rides you guys did and didn't like? My body hurts. I did not realize <laughs> that King's Island will beat the hell out of you. For hours on end. Getting old. Yeah, I'm getting real old. <laughs> Washing shit. Yeah, a lot of walking around the park, a lot of getting tossed around like a rag doll on rides. No. It was no it was good. I mean, I've I probably haven't been since high school, so it's probably been at least five years for me. But yeah, it was good. I've I've never I, I never rode Flight of Fear or In Vertigo before. Introduce you to my favorite one today. Indeed, nice. good. Flight of Fear presents a pleasant surprise. I hadn't rode it in years. Not a comfortable, not designed for my size but uh it's it's a good time uh beast i still i still think beast is great i mean that's a 40 year old ride and it's it's one of the better ones there it's It's rickety but it's it's very rickety falling apart not as rickety as a what's the other one we did was beat beat me up oh adventure express you guys didn't go on and we waited a long time for Banshee, and I think it was worth it. I love that ride, but there was no amount of time. it could. There was no way Banshee could have been good enough to make how long we waited worth it. We could have ridden in no way, shape, or form possible. You just so gone and didn't ride it. Ridden Beast for a third time. <laughs> I, I literally could have rode four other rides in the time that we waited yeah. for that ride. And Diamondback is just a solid ride. That's. I have to say about that. Yeah, but. I just I I feel like I'm dying every time you go. Like every time you go over a hill, I'm dying, it's dying. your it's butt crazy. comes out of the seat. Yeah, it's just fine. It's one of the only rides that really like kind of freaks me out because there's just not you only have the lap bar thing. Oh yeah. And, uh, there's not much in the way of railings around you or anything. So that's yeah, pretty. Yeah. The new wooden joint that was nice. Oh yeah, like, uh, Mystic definitely. Timber opened up two years ago. It's quick. It's a snappy little ride. Yeah, surprise. Um, but yeah, an overall successful day. So, uh, we're actually going to get back into NFL talk t- today. Kick the earliest fantasy cast of the year. Oh man! Uh, get figuring out your stuff now. Get the research started now. <laughs> Championships are won in April. So the NFL draft ended today. Uh, Sean, maybe you should. Well, maybe we'll recommend this podcast to you so you don't lose for a third straight year. Um, looking forward to that beer. It's going to be tasty. But, uh, yeah, get into the draft. Uh, so we got a, a Browns, a Bengals, and a Jags fan here. Uh, so what would you guys think of your team's drafts? Uh, I mean, I think the Jaguars had a good draft. I don't think it was. I think um, they got a lot of guys who are good talents and that were, they were surprised at their picks, especially the first two picks. They didn't think Josh Allen was going to fall, and they definitely didn't think Juwan Taylor was going to fall to the second round. So I like those picks. Um Reminiscent of 2016, where they got Jalen Ramsey, who they didn't think was going to fall, and then Miles Jack, who they really didn't think was going to fall. Why did Jalen fall? Jalen didn't fall. Jalen, oh, two sorry. quarterbacks went before him. Oh, okay. Two quarterbacks enjoyed Bosa and Ezekiel Elliott. Okay. So, indeed. Yeah, I mean, the Bengals draft, I mean, it was just, it was another prototypical Bengals draft. I mean, the, the offensive tackle of Jonah Williams, he'll be a solid uh, starter for us for a while, hopefully. Um, you know, we had a chance. 
I thought to change the course of our franchise and we didn't take it and you know that's just I just got to live with that I can't I can't expect the Bengals to do something smart like that so <laughs> um, but yeah I don't know they took a tight end from Washington in the second round that I had never heard of they traded back uh, the Broncos gave us a couple picks to trade up to get Drew Locke so they traded back in the second round um, I don't know I guess we're just gonna sit on some of those took some depth players on defense and a lot of two running backs for some reason and we also have. We we also picked a quarterback in the fourth round, which I never really understand unless you had unless it's someone that's like an incredible value. No respect for Ryan Finley. I mean, it's a four year starter and he state set records. I mean, hopefully he's great, but I mean, nice. I don't know. Yeah, it was just just a regular typical Bengals draft. I don't know the Jaguars' weaknesses and needs as much. Uh, Bengals wise, offensive lineman's good pick. It's not glamorous, obviously. Um, I was surprised they didn't get more help on the defensive side of the ball. Uh, it fell apart a bit at the end of the year last year. They didn't have any run defense. You got a D tackle, two linebackers in the corner. <laughs> okay, I take it back. I'm surprised they didn't do more. I guess. Yeah, I'm surprised they didn't invest. I mean, hit, like, they got early. they got two running backs and a quarterback and a tight end. I can damn. S- that had that many picks. Yes, well, well, we got a, a lot of picks. I mean, there's I the the one I really just can't get behind at all is the Washington tight end until I see him play. I mean, they they must just assume that Tyler Eifert's never really going to play. Yeah, maybe. I mean, maybe they're just trying to trade him out of there. Yeah. But I guess I think to me, it's like if you're going to take, if you want a quarterback, take it in the first round. You know, mm-hmm. if you want defense, take it in the second round. Don't take your yeah. tight end in the second round and a quarterback in the fourth round, stuff like that. So I get maybe just the where the picks were were more confusing. There were plenty of good defensive players on the board at our pick. That I mean, there were still some good players on, but. Well, where we originally were slated before we traded it to the Broncos, there were definitely some good defensive players still left. So, yeah, made an impact there. Um, I like the Browns draft. Uh, kind of had OBJ in the first round, which obviously going to be happy taking that. It's a great pick. Uh, greedy overall. <laughs> uh, greedy Williams in the second round fell to us at forty six, which I'm really happy with. He was, I think, a lot of people had him as a first round talent. They had some questions on his tackling, but that's a t- to me that's teachable. So, uh, he's he's a good athlete. Uh, and then we picked up we picked up linebackers, cornerbacks, safeties. Um, so a lot of the holes we had coming into the season without we lost Jamie Collins, um, we lost Jabril Peppers, and we lost uh, Kevin Zeitler. So we pretty much filled exactly the places we left lost. So uh, we just randomly took a kicker in the fifth round, I think, which I guess maybe was who knows. Hey. Yeah. So, but I'm happy with our draft. I really uh, nothing I would complain about with it. So we'll see what happens this year. I just wish the Jaguars would have taken Haskins at seven instead of. You guys are already locked. You are all set at quarterback. That's fine. No, they're not. <laughs> not only are they not all set at quarterback, it can't hurt to take Haskins at seven when you have the best quarterback in the draft just fall to you. Yeah, I, I mean your guys' kicker pick was fine just because you spent all off season putting all your skill players in position. Like the f- mid fifth round is normally when you take flyers on skill position players, see if someone sticks. Special teamers. Yeah, special team guys. You guys already have all those guys in place, so I might as well try and get a reliable kicker because that was where you guys were hurting last year. Yeah, uh, so I'm I'm happy. I'm I've never been excited for a season to start before. So, um, all right. So we're just gonna highlight some of the interesting, uh, some of the first round action, some good and bad picks, and then we're gonna take a look at the offensive players and maybe you know who's a good keeper, uh, who might actually have an impact on this next season. Uh, who, you know, maybe Sean will completely ignore us for. Maybe a good tight end for DB to rotate week by week. Uh, 
So, uh, I guess, what do you think of Kyler Murray going first, guys? You want to talk about JJ? Sure. I think it's a bad pick. Um, <laughs> flat out, I think uh, Kyler Murray has been uh, vastly overrated. Um, a five, he's a five foot ten quarterback who runs the ball a lot. And as much as you want to say that they were really good at Oklahoma, he was so good at Oklahoma, he's still playing against Big 12 defenses. And obviously, we know Big 12 defenses ain't hitting. So, you know, I think uh, the Cardinals are going to probably be salty. They'll be probably top five next year. Yeah, I mean, I mean, th- that's what I kind of feel. I don't feel as strongly. I think Kyler's a good player, but I just think that the Kingsbury system is just bound to just go up in flames. And he does. I mean, he's got David Johnson, but I'm pretty sure that their line's still going to be one of the worst going into this next year. Their best receiver is very old. I will say one thing up just that you mentioned. I would say I agreed with your Big 12 defense thing, but I think to this point, the two the last two most successful quarterbacks in the drafts, Mahomes and Baker, were both Big 12 quarterbacks. I think, it's, uh, I think that affects quarterbacks less than it does the skill position players. Oh, I'm not saying that he's bad because he was playing against a bunch of Big 12 quarterbacks. I'm saying we can, those stats don't really mean anything. For, for your Baker and your Mahomes, there's still a bunch of other Big 12 quarterbacks who've done absolutely nothing. Those who yeah. those two are outliers, and one of them has an elite talent, and the other one is Baker Mayfield. Like one, one of them used to have an elite talent. One of them has a fucking cannon. Oh, I thought you meant. I thought you. I thought you were talking about Tyreek. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> no, I'm, no. Well, also that. Also, yeah. When you talk about those two teams, you can also talk about like Mahomes has just an ungodly bevy of talent around him, and yeah. for all the things that we say about the Browns, I mean, they did have Landry last year. I mean, they they had a good receiver. They had Njoku. Landry, yeah. Njoku came on better last year. Landry, I was I think I expected more coming off. He had a hundred and ten catches that year before with the Dolphins, and he didn't nearly hit those numbers this year. Russell uh, Landry. Yeah, I, I love dude, his bromance with Odell's. I'm, Kind of starting to dig. It's pretty oh, yeah. funny. They're gonna crush. Uh, so I'm pumped, and I I do think he can keep Odell on track. You know, I think Odell's. I, he's said the right things so far. Um, I don't have an opinion on him yet because there I can see both sides of it. Whether it was the Giants being the issue or Odell, Odell being the issue, but I can see. Uh, Landry keeping him and Greedy in check, so that'll be nice. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think for just for fantasy purposes, real quick, I think. Kyler, I haven't even tried to do rankings yet, but he'll probably be somewhere around like QB twenty. Like not anybody that I'd want to, I, I not anybody I'd want to go after. But like, if you have a deep bench, you could throw him on there. Yeah, but, if, yeah. If, if if you wanted to rotate quarterbacks and you just wanted to take too late, I don't think he's a bad option for your second. Quarterback. What do you think about Josh, Josh Allen this year? I I I'd have Josh Allen over Kyler Murray or over Ooh, any other I'm quarterback. Most certainly would rather have we Josh just, Allen. He'll be he'll be he'll be closer. He came to, out strong at the end of the year. He'll be closer to a QB yeah, one, but he'll probably ball. end up somewhere in the twelve to fifteen range on yeah. the board. Um, as far as the Giants go, you know they had a they had three first round draft picks. They had one from the Browns for OBJ, and then they traded back up at the end. Uh, I think they had the worst first round. Uh, they took uh, Daniel Jones out of Duke, <laughs> and uh, his stats put up next to Dwayne Haskins' stats are just. Look terrible. Yeah, it's great. hilarious. <laughs> I think he had like a 58% completion percentage and uh, uh, versus Haskins, 70%. Um, they lost 59-7 yeah. to fucking Wake Forest. Yeah, He's he, thrown 36 touchdowns in two seasons, right? And yeah, he had, like less, he had less TDs, more, intercept, uh, more interceptions. More interceptions. Just bizarre. Uh, 
Excuse me. And then they followed up. They took Dexter Lawrence. That's that's an okay pick there. They got rid uh, of Snacks, so that's a. I mean, that's a solid pick. And then they traded up to get DeAndre Baker, which that's you, a terrible pick. Why? I don't Just think they need to trade up for yeah. him. Uh, you have Jabril Peppers. He got. He was. He got you had the another award. pick. You could have just taken greedy in a second round. Yeah, it, uh, it was just a question mark. Um, on the other hand, I think the Redskins had a great first round. Uh, they got Haskins at fifteen. A lot of people thought they were going to trade up to get Haskins. He fell to them, so that's a good look. Um, and then they came back up and got Mont- Montez Sweat, who probably a top ten talent could drop dead at any moment, but everyone seems to think it's super unlikely uh, the heart condition he has. So I think they made out well in the first round. Yeah, agreed. Uh, any standouts to you guys? Shout out Josh Allen. Um, <laughs> honestly, for a pick, for a luxury pick, I mean it's not bad. When you're the seventh, when you got the seventh pick and you don't want to take a quarterback, which why you didn't want to take a quarterback, I don't understand. But whatever. Anyways, um, if you don't want to take a quarterback and you need a pass rusher, they lost Dante Fowler last year. Uh, Josh Allen figures to fit right into that role, and um, he's going to be opposite Jan next year. So, I mean, I think it's a good pick. I think uh, Jags defense is going to be another one of those top defenses in fantasy. I'm going to get them the whole note, but they got to stay. They got to stay motivated. I mean, they just seem to have. I don't know if it was a personality issue, but that I think. Do you, you don't think there was a locker room problem last year? So I think there was a. I think the locker room problem just stems from everyone thinks Jalen what Jalen Ramsey does is a distraction, whereas no one in Jacksonville actually thinks what Jalen uh-huh. does is a distraction. The media thing more. It's it's one of those things. Well, it's just because well, Jalen they don't have anything else to talk about. Jalen didn't play as well this past season. The Jalen didn't play as well, but the biggest problem last year was the Jaguars' coaches and their scheme was uh, not good. Teams were mm-hmm. figured out how to attack it. They were. Running, it's cover three. They're running cross routes yeah. against cover three, and they have Jalen chasing after Tyreek Hill every play, mm-hmm. and stuff like that every week. I mean, it's gonna take a toll on you, and your team, you're gonna step back your play just a little bit because they're attacking you. But the Jaguars still had a top ten defense last year. They added a pass rusher. I mean, I'm I'm looking forward to it. I think pretty much everyone because there was kind of that clump of like five or six edge rushers that I, everyone kind of. Yeah, you could pick your favorite, but everyone kind of viewed them as having a similar pool of talent. So I think that people were kind of reaching, like, you know, the the Lions taking TJ Hawkinson and stuff like that. People were kind of reaching over, assuming that these edge rushers were going to fall. But, like, even Ed Oliver going to the Bills at nine, like, that's a good value. Yeah. So all, I think everyone that waited for those edge rushers. It was interesting seeing a couple of quarterbacks go high, how it people fell mm-hmm. nicely into people's laps. Oh, yeah. Um, I think you know the Steelers coming trading up to get Devin Bush was really surprising. I think they kind of panicked and did that. Well, but I mean, I, I, good, I, I think good good good. yeah. I mean, well, we we probably would have taken them if they, you know, if you think was, so? Oh, I, I think we probably. I, would I'm have. almost guaranteeing they probably would have taken them. Um, but wow. <laughs> you know, I I also thought Rashawn Gary went a bit high. Yeah, the Packers yeah. at twelve. I, that's what I'm saying. Three picks between him and Ed Oliver. Ed Oliver is a much better player. Yeah. He's an athletic freak, but he just did nothing at Michigan. And it's not, you know, like, oh, well, he's, you know, he's talented, but he got double team and stuff. I was like, okay, yeah, but so was Bosa. And he had three fumbles. He caused three fumbles in three games that he played last year. Yeah. <laughs> he also was not getting double teamed that much because of uh, Chase Winovich being on the other side. So yeah. There's also that. Uh, and that's the, and then the other thing was Haskins. I, I was just laughing at all the knocks on him of, you know, system QB, short completions, blah, blah, blah. And he dropped 60 on, a, a, what, four Michigan defenders that got taken? 
two yeah. in the first round. Like <laughs> yeah. the, the idea that Haskins can't is not as good because they were getting yards after the catch is absurd. I don't understand how Paris Campbell being good precludes Dwayne Haskins from being good. I feel like that's uh, what you're supposed to do. I watched a breakdown on Haskins um, going through his pro- progressions. That was really interesting. And he is very impressive at going through his progressions, looking off DBs, um, looking off defensive backs. <laughs> also looking off <laughs> um, I just, I don't know. I, I'm sure there's some bias in there, but I really just think he's the best quarterback in the draft. So we'll see how it plays out. Maybe uh, my highest ranked for fantasy, at least, I think. Out of the rugby QBs, yeah, probably in the fifteen. Well, the only thing with that is their receiver core is poor. Oh, it's bad, but yeah, but I mean, he's going to be flinging the ball for sure. Yeah, he's going. I mean, he's going to make at least one of those dudes good this year. One thing I I guess. One fantasy thing I know I'm going to do is if he's available late, I'm adding DK Metcalf. Um, If he turns out to be good for Russell Wilson, that's going to be a fun play to be able to toss out that every week. Uh, he was the last pick of the third round, I believe. Second. Second, last pick of the second round to the Seahawks, and he's just an athletic freak. I, I think they said he's like two percent body fat or something. They, they, they need a big receiver too. Out. I mean, they've got Lockett and Baldwin, and a bunch of small guys, so a big guy will help. Yeah. So I think, I mean, just a late round pick. I'm, I'm going to be looking at that just for fun. Uh, Hollywood Brown. It's just a bad offense for him to be in. It depends on how they use him. Like, if they use him on, you know, five-yard slant routes and stuff, Mm -hmm. that's That's what Lamar can throw to. Yeah. That's what they should do. They're going to probably throw him a bunch of screens. He's a 160-pound receiver. Yeah, so in a PPR, Hollywood Brown probably going to be pretty useful to have. Um, Uh, The sneaky pick is, of course, and I hate it so much, but Paris Campbell going to the uh, Colts in the second round. That's that's going to be something. Uh, Paris Campbell is probably going to be – if I would have to guess, is he their two now? He's their two. I would say he's going to be a, probably a top yeah. twenty receiver just off the strength of not being Ty Hilton this year. We'll see. I think it's lofty for a rookie. It's lofty for a rookie, but hey, I think uh, they have a good offense. There's only so many receivers to go around. Uh, Ty is can't really do as much, and I think Paris Campbell can get a lot of yards underneath. Eat yeah. it up. Also, also don't forget, don't. Be, just be blinded by the fact that T.J. Hawkinson and Noah Fant went in the first round. Ooh, um, Iowa tight ends. Yeah, that, like tight tight end is a it's a hard transition from college to NFL, and you barely ever have any fancy impact in your first year. So Flacco looks to the tight end his tight end a lot, though, right? Sure. I, I mean, mean I, I I would I would definitely I would well, I don't know about definitely, but I'd probably look to Fant over Hawkinson to oh, start yeah. out initially. Yeah. Yeah. But again, I mean, but the, these are guys that you know. There's going to be at least ten tight ends you want over those guys, I would think. I mean, it's just a crapshoot on tight ends, anyways. At the end of the day, yeah, I was rotating them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but you were rotating guys that were throwing up zeros. I was rotating them because they were throwing <laughs> guys up zeros. that were out. Yeah, I'll just try him out this week, anyways. Yeah, Josh, uh, Josh Jacobs probably. I mean, depending on the hype, could end up getting high in the fantasy drafts around the. Fifth or sixth round. I mean, he's going to have a good shot at being a starting running back. Yeah. Uh, which you can never have too many of those. So, so that's definitely something to look for. Um, and apparently, maybe you can take a Bengals running back late and have a, have him be part of a committee. So just hope he yeah. catches a bunch of passes. <laughs> Possible. Okay, we're going to hit the NBA a little bit now too. Just continuing some sports talk. We started the second round of the playoffs this week. 
Warriors beat Rockets today. The Celtics blew out the uh, Bucks. Uh, what are you guys' thoughts on the playoffs so far? What teams are you liking for the finals? Um, so I've heard a lot of people going on about this thing about, oh, we don't, we're so mad LeBron's not in the finals, LeBron's not in the finals, LeBron's not in the finals. I've actually thought that uh, some of this has been interesting. I think it's been all chalk. One through four made it through in the East and the West. But I like that. I think the East, I would say, is very tight. I like all four of those teams playing each other. Yeah, that's fine. You can like... Yeah. Uh, no, you, you I, no, no, I mean, I agree. I, 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 I kind of, I do wish that the first round series were only five games. Yeah, yeah. but I, they could definitely be shorter. Yeah, but you know, they gotta, they gotta get that money. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, so I mean, we'll see. We'll, we'll see if the Bucks can figure this shit out. I mean, Giannis had kind of an off game, and Chris Middleton wasn't, wasn't hitting shots. And then all of a sudden, they lost by twenty at home. Yeah. So we'll see if they can kind of turn it around. I mean. Obviously, the odds-on favorites, I think, are still the Warriors and, I guess, the Bucks still to come out of the East and play each other, but I don't know. I mean, I, I, I think all of these teams are susceptible. It's just, can you beat them in a seven-game series? I, I would say right now, I would pick the favorite just because of the game that happened today. I would say the favorite right now for the East is probably the Raptors. But yeah, I guess. I, 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 got, I, I'm not, I think that's going to be probably... If that happens in the next round, uh, the nice Raptors Bucks, I think that'd be a great series. Yeah, I, I, I think it will be. I, I think you're probably right. The Raptors could win. Raptors I think beat it's the gonna shit out be the Sixers yesterday. Yeah, I think it's gonna be Blazers and the Warriors, and I think the Warriors are gonna beat the Blazers. So really picking the Blazers. Yeah, over the Mad or over the Nuggets. Yeah, no love. I like. Uh, no, I, I love like, the Nuggets. I love yeah. Jokic. I mean, he's one of my favorite players. I like Jokic, Gary Harrison, Jamal Murray. I think. Uh, I think they're sneaky. I think they're good too. I I told you guys this earlier, but I'm not a huge fan of uh term, or the fucking Trailblazers. I don't particularly care for Dame Lillard or C J McCollum, and yeah, but they do have Evan Turner on their team, so I guess I can True. give them that. But I think yeah, I think the Nuggets are actually going to be able to. I think the Nuggets are going to. They learned some stuff. They just beat a good team in the Spurs. I think they're going to yeah, be able to team. pull out some shit. Okay, a decent team, a team yeah. with Demar Derozan and Lamarcus Aldridge on it. Yeah, more than anything else. Yeah. So I think I think they'll be able to use that and pull out the win over uh, the Blazers in the second round. But I don't know. We'll see. People were talking a lot of greasy about the Warriors, and now the Warriors are up one zero. Uh, albeit controversially, but they are still up one zero right now. I don't. I just. Don't, I mean, I guess the Raptors, if they really catch fire, could win a couple games against the Warriors. But the way it looks right now, if the Bucks play against them, I mean, they probably could get swept. So yeah, I. I mean, I Boston's not going to fare any better against the no. Warriors and. The Sixers aren't. The Sixers are just, I, really. Are they going to win any games against the Raptors? They might get swept. No, they're probably going to get swept. I, the <laughs> they East look only really hope, bad. The East hope is that either Giannis goes off in the finals or uh, Kawhi goes off in the finals and yeah. they can maybe salvage one or two games. Siakam. Or, I mean, Siakam can go off. Siakam yeah. can be a steady player, but they're going to need one of the superstars to put in like just an all-time epic series. Otherwise, they're. I'm not saying it against the Warriors. KD's out here putting in work, thirty-five points, Third, yeah, five straight games. I mean, yeah. they were they were talking all that about him uh, getting locked up and such, and by Patrick Beverly, and he casually dropped fifty on him. So, I was surprised that the Clippers took two. I was pleasantly surprised. Made it a little more interesting than anybody thought. Yeah, I mean, the Warriors have been bad at home this year. It's kind of weird. It's one of the, it's one of the weird things of this season is that they have been pretty terrible at Oracle. It's a good thing they're moving up. Bunch of fake ass fans. No one was there today in the first quarter. I, that's one thing, and it's not the Warriors. I think the Warriors is most pronounced of based on their location. 
But I hate seeing fans get priced out when the team gets good. I, I mean, I mean, it is what it is to be expected. <laughs> but you have Silicon Valley roll in, and be like, oh yeah, big Warriors fans here, and then the you know tickets are thousands of dollars per game, and it's it's already, it happened with the Browns this year where the median Ticketmaster prices uh, went from sixty something to one twenty something over the course of the season. It's just a, it's a bummer, but it'll be fine by week eight. Y'all be terrible again, and it'll be back to being cheap. <laughs> yeah, no, no reason to worry about it. Used, yeah, it used to be it was five bucks. It was people would pay you to take the tickets off. They their were hands. literally leaving them on your car windshield if you were just <laughs> out <laughs> for hey, Halloween. Hey, let's, <laughs> at least we weren't the uh, Michigan when if you bought a Coke, you got a free Michigan football ticket. <laughs> <laughs> uh, That's terrible. <laughs> That's so bad. Michigan is a basketball school, guys. Remember that. So don't <laughs> Um, yeah, I'm excited for the playoffs. I like the matchups that are left. I think, and you touched on LeBron being gone, I think it's fun. What I was trying to say with the East is that all four teams, at least before the series started, I thought, you know, hey, yeah. any four of these teams can win this series. Um, and the West, at least, you know, we saw the Rockets give the Clippers, a, or the Warriors a good run last year. Um, and so that, you know, seems fairly competitive out there, too. So it makes the playoffs more interesting. Mm-hmm. Um Want to give the Blue Jackets a quick shout out? Uh, they beat the Tampa Bay Lightning uh, four straight games. Tampa Bay tied for the most wins ever in a season. Uh, their buddy, their player had Vasilevs, Vasilevs, no, nah, Kucherov. There we go. Had the most <laughs> points in a season since the '60s. Uh, it's the he, best regular season team in hockey history. Yeah, smooth got swept. And they got swept. And then the Blue Jackets have now gone to Boston, took them to OT both games, and won one of them. So uh, shout out Blue Jackets. Uh, wow. Shout out me because I'm gonna be in trouble for calling out the Lightning on this podcast. Hi Sam. Play on play. <laughs> Man, <laughs> bold uh, choice there. <laughs> I, Whatever, I'll call them out too. Lightning. <laughs> Lightning were the best team in NHL history, and they got swept in the first round by the worst playoff team this season. Um, what's else? What else? Anything else going on in the sports world right now? No college football news. Baseball season. Reds. Reds starting out slow. Weirdly, their bats are slow, and the pitching's doing well. I don't know. I didn't. Very strange. Getting rid of Billy Hamilton has to be the single dumbest move I've ever seen the Reds make. Billy Hamilton was a beast. They need he someone was, who can get on base right now. He couldn't no, get on base. That was his problem. They need someone who can do stuff on the base pass he, right now. They're absolute. They're not scoring runs. They was, don't score any runs. He was great on the base path, but he only got on once every like ten at bats. Keep him as a fucking pinch runner and just have. <laughs> the problem with the Reds is that like they don't do winning baseball things. They don't bunt dudes over. They're not manufacturing runs or any in any way. And almost <laughs> all their guys just strike out on goddamn time. It doesn't. They're, they're supposed to be decent. I, I don't think they're going to be anything good. I'm not expecting them to compete for the division or nothing like that. But I'm like actually watching baseball games this year, and they look absolutely terrible every time I do. Uh, Premier League's wrapping up. Liverpool City. and City, 88-86 points going down to the wire. Let's see how that finishes out. Who, but who do you guys have left the season matchups-wise? Do you know? Leicester and either Burnley or Brighton and Hove. Or no, we play Burnley today. So, Brighton and Hove, I think it is. One of okay. the terrible, almost relegated teams. Okay, so that one should be an easy one. And then Leicester, you playing at home? They play Leicester at home next weekend. Okay. That shouldn't be that bad. No. And then Liverpool, I don't, I don't know who Liverpool is. Liverpool doesn't play anybody. The only, pretty much, if Liverpool wins, it'll be because City choked. And 
Liverpool has already done their choking for the year, so if City wins, they will also choke. You truly hate to see it. I mean, I don't want to see Liverpool win anything ever. So No, nobody does. I mean, do they ever really? Liverpool's got, this is at Anfield, they play Wolves on the last day, so Wolverhampton. Oh, man, Wolves actually might, they might sneak that. At Anfield, and then I guess, did they already play this week? Yeah, they played on Friday. Okay, so they just have that one game left. So you guys have a game in hand. That's not horrible. Wait, wait, wait. No, they play. There's two games. They both play 36. They both play 36. I mean, also. Oh, they got they got to play Newcastle. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's a try. It doesn't matter if they're. Oh, they're Man City plays. They're away at Newcastle, yeah. but whatever. Man City plays home for Leicester at Brighton. The last two games of the season, so I wouldn't be. I'm not concerned. I think. Uh, I think this is another title for City. It's the only one of my teams that doesn't suck, so I'm really happy to see that. I'm hoping as long as Everton can pull out two wins, they can sneak into that last Europa spot after a bad season. So, um, I'm also I'm on Kings Island's Wikipedia, circling all the way back. Just a couple interesting, couple interesting things way I didn't back. know. <laughs> um, second most visited park in the U.S. behind Cedar Point. Third most visited park in North America. Um, and a little trivia, um, you know how they renamed Top Gun to the Bat. It was Flight Deck and it was the Bat. Yeah. The reference is the original, there was a ride called the Bat, which was exactly where Vortex was. Okay. And it was the first suspended one in the world with the, how uh, Top Gun is designed. And it only lasted two years. It had so many issues about with brake failing, like serious issues. And they tore it down, but they said you can still see a ton of it. Like, some of the support columns are literally right next to the Vortex ride. And then in honor of that first suspended in the world, they named Top Gun that. So, there's a fun trivia fact for the day. Our guy called it Top Gun, so I was proud of him. So, someone called Kings Island Cedar Point. Did you catch that? Yeah, someone yeah, Cedar Point. (laughs) And then he owned the Top Gun. It wasn't like a... He didn't do it on accident. He was like he, Tom Cruise, Top Gun, all this, and I was like, Yeah, he was he was going hard with. It. <laughs> I want to give I want to give a hot take. I think my number one ride was in Vertigo or what used to be called Face Off. Face Off, really? With, I mean, that shit just shook me up. I, 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 I just I, I just oh, yeah. felt. Did you get up some sun today? Probably a whole lot of sun today. It's <laughs> <laughs> starting to really. You're a little rosy. Yeah, that's all right. Which is weird because I didn't see any sun for most of the day, so I'm really curious as to how you got sun. You and, to soak it up. You and, <laughs> you and Sean can hang out, and Ben Ben's future sunburns. <laughs> ben, I heard you got a you got a buddy texting you, Ben. He says uh, your future self. You should uh, you should ask him more questions. <laughs> That's why we've got to tell DB about this. What? Oh yeah, yeah, we'll get to this later. We can't we can't let Ben get yeah, in. We can't and, spoil. Yeah, I can't spoil Ben on this. Oh, um, oh man, I'm ready for this. <laughs> Any closing closing thoughts here? I close out with a hot take. I mean, we, we got yeah. we got two of the biggest TV slash movie events that we've been waiting for in our in our lifetime in the next. We got bat- hours. Yeah. Battle of Winterfell tonight. DB wants all of our favorite characters to die. Not only do I want them to die, I want them to die in the first five minutes of the episode, so you just cry for the rest of it. I, <laughs> and then we got, and then Endgame. We're seeing we got six p.m. Dolby uh, tickets for tomorrow. Tomorrow's gonna be a long day. D- DB's already said that it's a thirteen out of ten masterpiece, greatest movie he's ever and seen. It seems to be consensus. Life. So, yeah. uh, you know, we can go get a beer at Chewy's beforehand. We have plenty of time to hit the nacho oh, bar. Yeah, hey, maybe wait, just one because I I'm really gonna try to not pee. Are they are they yeah. paying for this promo? Y'all 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 just giving Chewy's free promo? Is that what we doing out here? Yeah, <laughs> we, we name dropping bars. <laughs> that, that we We're doing? hoping that one of them will listen to us and then like give us kickbacks on the back. Oh man! <laughs> wow. 
I'm I'm really gonna try and dehydrate myself tomorrow. I really don't want to pee throughout the entirety of this. Just movie. Pee before. I've tried well, that. I mean, I mean, I mean, I'm, I'm definitely gonna pee. Before. I feel like I'm calling out Sean a lot, but also sometimes I just pee like Sean during the movies. Sometimes I'm like, shit, I gotta go pee again. No, I can't have this. It's such a long movie, and you're so into it that like, I there's no way I would have ever even like thought. I didn't. I literally woke up at eight o'clock. I didn't pee. I didn't eat. I didn't drink. I smoked. I woke up. I smoked, and then I went to the game, went to the movie, and I. Did not move from my seat the entire time. I didn't get a drink, no popcorn, no nothing. And I sat through that entire three hours and was glued to the screen. It's okay. You're not ready. Look, I'm just telling (laughs) you now, if you haven't seen it yet, you're not ready. No matter what you think, no matter what your fan theories are, no matter what you have heard about the movie, I promise you, you're not ready. I guess I'm just happy that I made it this far without being spoiled, so... Yeah, I, I generally don't know what happens. We rewatched Infinity War. It was I, I had the same thoughts I did the first time I saw it. So. My closing thought is apparently Coney Island went full Katrina in 1964 and got hit with 14 feet of water, uh, and so that gave them the idea of hey, we should move this away from the river, and that's what led to Kings Island. So this Wikipedia page is very interesting. If you're ever bored, <laughs> Kings Island Wikipedia. Page. <laughs> Have a good one, folks. Adios. Peace. The podcast you just heard was made using Anchor. Ever thought about making your own podcast? Anchor makes it really easy for anyone to get started. It's a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing podcasts. Best of all, it's 100% free. Sign up now at anchor.fm slash new. That's anchor.fm slash new to get started.